Joining us for further analysis from what's playing itself out in that market scene is Louis Storm from uh, Vega Capital. Louis, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, Louis, red screens all around in Europe and here at home. Talk to us about uh, what is driving market sentiments uh, today. Well, at the moment, there's not a lot driving market sentiment. Um, the most recent news, obviously, the Chinese trade data that uh, was released. And it was worse than expected. So exports decreased by more than 6% year over year. And, and imports actually increased by 3%. Um, this is obviously why our resources are being hit quite badly and why the rest of the, the world is um, a bit disappointed and it's looking a, a bit bleak. If, if I just, just to give you a quick summary, if you just take a step back, I mean, I think there's one or two larger issues. Um, obviously, the war going on in the Middle East um, is putting quite a lot of pressure on markets. Um, if we do see the war escalate and if oil prices then um, do, do rise, interest rates would also have to rise because inflation would be quite high. So I think that's something just to keep in mind and the markets are definitely um, looking looking intently at that. And then obviously there was some good, some good news as well with natural gas prices um, coming down quite a bit. And actually um, the Europe, Europe actually came out with a statement saying that the storage facilities are almost 99% uh, full. So there's, there's good news and bad news, um, but yeah, currently it's, it's the Chinese data driving markets. i also ask you about, uh, you know, what we're seeing uh, possibly happening with UBS. Of course, they're in uh, the process of integrating themselves into credit suites. It is proving to be more and more expensive. It looks like, you know, as uh, the process uh, kind comes together, uh, they're realizing uh, how expensive it is with now. Uh, they're having to realize more losses as a result. Is this normal, Louis, when you come in to rescue another company, the way that UBS had to uh, come and assist a credit suite? I think it's very normal. Um, you obviously don't know exactly what the amount of uh, trouble or debt is that the company got into. Obviously, you, you see some of it on the statements, but um, these companies can be quite good at hiding um, at hiding debt and uncertain uh, positions. So, yes, it's always a, a big unknown, but I'm sure um, you know the Swiss the Swiss government is also providing some assistance there. So, um, yeah, I think shorter term might be, might be quite volatile, but in the longer term, um, should be fine. Keen to get your thoughts on WeWork now, uh, filing for bankruptcy. Of course, we've known that that story wasn't going to be uh, the big boom that we all expected for a very long. Uh, after they're able to negotiate these uh, leases, should we see uh, WeWork, uh, Louis? Do you think it can still come back smaller, uh, more compact, maybe even more practical? Well, we've seen a, a whole host of of REITs um, mm. not performing like they, they well would have liked to. Obviously, due to of, after COVID, most most companies realise that they don't need the office space or as much office space as um, as I thought they needed. So that's putting a lot of pressure. So the the trend is is not in their favour at the moment. Um, most most companies are actually just asking employees to work from home. So if, if that trend obviously reverses, yes, then we could see a reversal in in uh, some of those um, buildings. But I think occupancy rates um, will start hurting more and more of these office, office streets. 
And then Kina to bring it back home and maybe starting with Omnia, they've flagged a half year profit decline. Omnia is a company that's actually delivered great returns in the past. I'm just wondering if uh, what we're seeing here is not cyclical for them. Uh, it is an economic downturn. It's a commodities a down cycle, uh, you know, and them just being a victim to this environment. Yes, well, we've seen the same type of comments from a bunch of other companies in South Africa over the past, well, probably five years now. Um, it's it's not an easy environment um, to do business in. There's some supply chain issues, and obviously the disruptions are starting to get to them, um, and increasing costs as well, uh, making it difficult. So this is not not something new. Um, it's just hopefully the, the commodity prices. Um, will we'll sustain the increase in cost and uh, that's that's all we could actually hope for big one coming out of south africa today has to be mtn let's talk about that uh louis and how you think they fair there are some of their uh matrix there that are down but overall are still a positive picture for the telcos giants yeah overall solid results um I think better than expected on, on most metrics um, and looks a little bit undervalued at the moment. The, the reason for the for probably being undervalued is the, the type of business or the, the environment it does business in. It had its fair share with, uh, with issues in Africa and um, investors are wary of investing in the stock and placing quite a premium on that type of um, or, or added discounting that that stock due to due to this this risk um in 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 thing. of course they've run into some issues uh, in nigeria we know nigeria went through these big uh, macro reforms including forex issues now some tax issues it's always going to be worth it though uh, for mtn to stay in nigeria and to resolve issues in nigeria isn't it uh louis just considering the market share that they have there Yes, it is a, it's a high growth area as well, and they have a, a large market share. So obviously, it's always um, as long as the the reward is worth the risk, then obviously um, stay invested. But um, investors will obviously put some kind of a discount um, on the stock due to this risk. Um, so it, it is it is normal, but that's hundred percent correct. I mean, if if you are doing business in a high growth area. And it does outweigh the risk, um, by all means, um, keep going. Well, Louis, I want to get your stock picking a bit, but first I'd like us to reflect on some counters that have found a uh, favour with your industry, if peers. I'm looking at oil. Uh, I think the oil price right now, uh, last time I checked, was about $85-$86 for Brent crude. Uh, we are seeing the Russians and the uh, Saudis, which are the two big you know, players in the market globally, uh, that have free oil. I mean, the US is a big player, but it doesn't have that oil free. It's the biggest producer and consumer. But the guys that are the biggest producers are being the biggest consumers, uh, Russia and uh, Saudi Arabia, are still looking to cut. Uh, tensions remain high in the Middle East. I don't think that's going to go away in the next couple of months or so. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to basically have a, you know, a punt out there, I think uh, the oil price is about $85, $86 a barrel is not a bad idea. Cardo Libre, it's, uh, call it this, the Latin American Amazon. I think they're growing well. They're, they are able to reach the communities that they operate in and are uh, doing well. They started off in Argentina. Uh, and they're now building up a strong base. And I think uh, going forward, we're going to see a lot of these regional businesses chipping away at the global multinationals and taking a large piece of the pie. Something closer to home, uh, Carp Agree. It's a uh, listed uh, agricultural group or exposed to the agricultural space. It was part of, uh, I guess, the PSG stable and unbundled out of that. Uh, 
really is, I guess, a small cap, but the valuation looks very compelling. They are exposed uh, to the agricultural cycle. And I guess as there's been some investor concerns, we move from La Nina to El Nino, that there'll be a dry period. But the outlook for crops, at least for the next two years, actually continues to look very positive. Their trading will be good. Their grain silos will be full. Um, their farmers will continue to consume. And so I think uh, it looks attractive here. All right, Louis, can you get your thoughts on some of those? Mercado Libre, Cap Agri, and oil. So, obviously, oil pick, um, I completely agree with that. It might turn out to be a, a wonderful edge for a portfolio as well, because obviously the Middle East um, is very much focused on oil production. So, if something were to escalate on that side, as I mentioned earlier, then oil prices could, could climb, and obviously that would influence um, equity and bonds. So uh, a nice edge, I think, for, for a portfolio to, to have a little bit of oil exposure. Um, we are, however, seeing um, economic growth slowing. So if, if production, oil production levels stays at current levels, then we could see oil prices come down a bit due to, due to the lower demand um, of, of oil. Then Mercado Libre, um, yeah, it's a very volatile stock, but it did incredibly well over the past 10 years. Um, I also I think it's it's a great stock, and um, but in the current environment, um, the shorter to medium term, it could be quite volatile um, due to obvious reasons I just just mentioned. And keen to get your stock pick for today, Louis. Which counter are you going with? So I'm going for BAE Systems. Uh, it's the defence sector. So obviously with the current developments around the world, I think it's a sec a nice sector to be. Um, invested in. I think most economies or most countries are realizing they're underinvested in, in defense, uh, in the defense industry. And that actually, um, most of them have confirmed that they are increasing um, expenditure um, and they will be increasing their, um, their stockpile. So I think it's a, it's a quite steady um, sector to be invested in, especially now. I think um, as everything escalates, we should see um, the stock prices um, be relatively less volatile. So, yeah, I think a, a good, good uh, place to be. Louis, always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for speaking to us this afternoon. That was your Midday Markets Update with Louis Storm from Vega Capital.